Yeah. I've been just in, you know, like good friends with my Nollywood fave, <laughs> Sean George. You know, it's always amazing when you grow up watching somebody on the screen, thinking <laughs> to yourself, one day I want to meet this person. And finally, it happens. She's with Chude. She needs no introduction. Multiple award winning actor, producer, and recently, director. director. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you very much. Actually, the directing, right? Yes. It's uh, my my students' project. I don't think uh -huh. I, I don't think the I, school you have in in, in Cross River, yeah, the yes. one tuition free one. Yes, right. uh, Divine Shield Film Academy. Yes, tuition free because when I started it, mm -hmm. I was there in Calabar taking care of my mom who was sick, yes, yes. and uh, I was a bit bored. So I thought, so how because when I first had to move to Calabar mm -hmm. because of my mother's sickness. Yeah. I thought my life had ended because mm. I grew up in. I mean, like I, all my life, my machinery was in Lagos. All my company, everything, Lagos through Abuja, through outside Nigeria. Yeah. So coming back to Calabar was like. What year was this? This was in 2015. Yeah. But my mom fell ill 2011, right. which was that same period when okay. I wanted to Can premiere Finding, Finding Good Luck. So my mom fell ill. And after going to different hospitals, and then she got discharged at some point where she was already she was doing better and we could actually go home. And we went home to Lagos, and my mom didn't want to stay in Lagos. So my mom was always every day she kept complaining she didn't want to stay in Lagos. She didn't. She wanted to go home. She wanted to go home. So it became so bad that she didn't was not allowing me to sleep. And as if that wasn't bad enough, my rent had expired. Because at that point in time, I spent so much money that I had to sell some of my cars, mm. some of my jewelry, all some valuable stuff I had. I was selling in order to raise money for her hospital uh -huh. bills. Mm. Mm. So at that time, I was very financially down. Mm. And my mom was, was being a case and insisting. So I just carry on my small, the remaining things after I had sold many of it. The few ones that were left, I just packed my mother and myself and went to Calabar. The mm. first day I, I landed Calabar. The good thing is that I had a house, this same house I live in now, I was still building it then. Now I had built the uh, carcass, let me see the carcass, because I, I only just had the body and the roof. Mm -hmm. and I didn't have doors, windows, it wasn't plastered, it was just the carcass of the house. Mm -hmm. So the little money I had that I would have actually used to renew my rent there in Lagos, which then I used to pay 800 per annum mm -hmm. where I was living in Okwebi, so I thought... I was holding the 800 in my hand and I like my mom was disturbing that she re, she wants to go home mm -hmm. and I was thinking should I use this money to pay the rent for another year or I should just carry my mother and use this money to put the house in Calabar in order for us to be able to let it just be habitable. Yeah. So you know not having people to talk to sometimes or to seek for advice sometimes I have to do you know think about it yourself. do my decisions myself and sometimes mm -hmm. I make the mistakes and I face it myself, you know, being an only child actually yeah. does that to you. Yes. So I thought it would be the, you know, best, best decision to go back home and use the money to put the place together. Mm -hmm. So that was what I did. Right. So I went back to Calabar and at that point in time, Calabar was like, what am I going to be doing here? At least if I were in Lagos, there are people in the house, yeah. I could drive out to an office or do one or two things or shoot movies. Yeah. Now in Calabar, they weren't shooting movies in Calabar, you yeah. know, and I didn't even have money to say I want to shoot my own. Mm -hmm. So it was a very, very bad time. I remember the first day I got to the house in Calabar. Mm -hmm. 
I, I had bought mattress that I put on the because I didn't bring mattress from Lagos. All those things already. I just I made sure I, I sold everything in Lagos. My bed, my gas cooker, fridge. The only thing I brought back from Lagos was my books because I have a bookshelf. I love books, so and I buy books. I buy my books, so I brought back my books, my plasma TV in the sitting room, and my few clothes and you know personal you know effects, yeah. effects that were just left that's all i just put my mother in the car those little things in the one of the cars left because i had sold others and drove myself all the way from lagos you but, drove to you yes i drove to calabar to calabar i got to asaba here i spent the night here the next day i continued and got to so when i got to calabar i bought the mattress and then i bought the door because we had to first stay in in the hotel. Mm. I had a hotel I used to stay when I come to Calabar. So we stayed in that hotel for like, I think it could, like three weeks. Mm -hmm. So I was using this morning now to do the front door, the back door, put burglary proof in the windows mm. and bought mattress and a few, bought a stove, a few things that we can actually live by before I moved into the house. And that first night I remember I just knelt down, I was praying and I cried till morning. Mm. I didn't sleep that, that night. I just, I was crying because I just, I thought my life was, that was the end for me. That was like, where, where am I going to? So this is just the end for my life, you mm. know. But that's how I stayed there. Then some people used to come to Calabar to do movies. They would give me some role. When they come in, they would give me a role. So I was able to like, oh, okay, really? So I can actually, you know, be here and I'm actually, I'll be mm. working. Easy. So one of my friends who came from the U.S., he had a lot of equipment. Right. And he actually planned to come shoot a movie in Calabar. Okay. But I think at the end of the day, he couldn't shoot the movie again. So he wanted to leave the equipment behind right. and travel back to the U.S. Um. So he left the equipment and I was able to talk him to, into giving me equipment to at least do one movie right. for free. Right. So he gave me cameras, lights, and a oh. set of equipment to shoot. Right. Then I had this story I was creating in my head, so I wrote the story down, and I shot that movie. It's titled One Good Man, and mm. my friends came there to shoot that movie for free. Oh, amazing! Shego Arinze, Lilian Bak, uh, Vivian Meche, Lekpasho's Bosse. These people came and shot that movie for me for free. Wow. They just said, Ah, Shan, so that your life has ended. Let's see how we can. <laughs> I think Shego even still dashed me money out yeah. inside, you know. Yeah. So I shot that movie, One Good Man. But the same issue of being back in Calabar, yeah. I wasn't really able to market it you yeah. know, well enough. Mm -hmm. you know, so, but I put it out in some platforms. That was how actually I actually picked oh. up again. Yeah. And then a couple of years down the line, mm -hmm. um, 2015, 16, 17, I think it was 2018 or so, or 2017, when um, the current governor, uh, His Excellency Sabenayade, took over uh, government, mm. so he called me to do his true life story, right. which is the movie Ayade that I did. Right. And so he, of course, he had to like you know fund it, and that's how I started getting myself back again. So when people saw that uh, I was shooting a movie that good in Calabar, mm. a, a lot of other producers started calling me to partner with me. Mm. They want to come and shoot. I have to give them some stuff like locations and mm. things that I can give them on ground mm -hmm. while they today are some other some artists while they will come mm. you know they with their own equipment and some few of the artists to, to shoot so mm. I started doing that 
then there were still some loose time because me i'm this very active person that i just want to because i don't have anybody when i'm broke i don't have anybody to give me one naira, and i just felt what am i still going to be doing with the loose time i had between mm. shoots mm. so i thought about you know training people mm. so i said okay let me start training upcomers so I registered the company, Divine Shield Film Academy. I, it took a while before I thought about the name. Mm. And something that came to my mind, this far, D-I-S-F-A, is like Divine Shield Film Academy. I said, okay, this far sounds nice. Mm. So I started, you know, the process of registering the company or the school, which I did. Mm -hmm. got, the, uh, got it registered in Abuja. Mm. Then when I got the papers, I didn't have anywhere like classroom or anything. So... I converted my sitting room there in Calabar to a classroom. Mm -hmm. So I started making announcements, Facebook, here and there, posting. I, anybody that wants to, you know, learn how to act or, you know, handle camera mm -hmm. and stuff, like being a crew or a cast in a, on a mm -hmm. movie set. So I started seeing some young chaps coming, and it, I, it was free. I had to do it free. Right. And... Um, I'm telling you that right now I have a whole battalion, <laughs> well-trained battalion, yeah. both on a, a camera, mm -hmm. editing, light, sound, acting, and yeah. even directing. But right. the guy who is directing, at some point, I had to send him to PFT right. so that he can, you know, more, more get more. Skills. Yeah. So he went yeah. to PFT, and uh, when the governor gave me the Caliwood platform, because governor formed a platform called Caliwood, right. actually Caliwood Studios. Right. So he asked what was the first thing I would need for the studio. I said the first thing any movie studio would need would be equipment. equipment. So he actually funded the equipment so we have cameras, lights of our own. And that really like helped. So it was just like you are trying to use one bucket of water to bait 20 kids and somebody just gives you a full tank of water. So now you can bait like That's 100 cool. kids. Yeah. Basically, that was all the platform. Like, so it enabled us to like now do small, small projects. The students that are training for script writing will write their story. That's how I became a director because there's no money to call another director. So <laughs> I had to like, guy, I don't need to do this work day now. How about, I don't say if you put camera like this, they go say you don't cross camera. Okay, as long as you know cross camera, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that's yeah. how I, I, but I don't think I want to, I don't think I can, you know, keep it up like, I don't think I want to go like in the big, the right. big league directing. Right. Why not? I don't know. I, it's a, it's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And honestly, to be fair, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm a typical village picking, <laughs> and I believe that there are things that men should do, even though there are women who veer into it. Those must be very strong women. Those must be like. The women, I think they were actually created men, but maybe last minute. <laughs> not just yeah, so but I don't think I'm not like that. I'm all female, so it's very it was really stressful for me. Yeah. You can listen to the full podcast on Apple Premium. Just search with Trudy.